I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to wardrobe staples, the things that feel as good as they look are what we wear again and again. But finding those perfect closet additions can be tough, especially in the shoe department. Unless you're shopping at Rothy's and they're sustainably made machine washable shoes that are built to last because they knit both style and comfort into every pair. The Rothy's signature sneaker combines game-changing comfort with a tirelessly cool look. So it goes with every outfit, from casual to elevated. And their one-of-a-kind driving loafers feel great with or without socks and come in classic colors and eye-catching patterns. Forget about the break-in periods you expect from other shoes. The soft, flexible materials and wildly comfortable Rothy's insoles make their shoes one of the most wearable right out of the box. Find out what the hype is all about. Discover your new favorite pair of shoes and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com forward slash hype. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash hype. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Enjoy this Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Stacy and Company show. Stacy Erickson channels messages from your higher self and other realms. Connect with your own unicorn and dragon. Step into this magical realm now. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Stacy Erickson. Over the past few years, I've become an inspirational medium and animal intuitive, bringing connection to your higher self while delivering messages from the other realms. Today's show is about the natural spirits of the world. Well, Earth, I should say. I'm sorry about that. And well, the world anyway, and many ways they communicate with us. It's going to be a really cool show. So I've been able to communicate with animals ever since I can remember. The animal I most communicated with and learned many other skills from was my pony, Pearl. One of these days, we'll put a picture up of her. She was an abused horse that my family acquired for me because I had a unique connection with her. 
and she with me. I was nine years old when I got her, and she taught me all about myself and how horses respond through emotions. I learned how to recognize my own emotions and clear thought. She helped me understand different ways to communicate through telepathy and entrainment. So in all of my shows, I'm going to explain this to you guys because basically it's what the show is about, is communicating with everything. So telepathy is the mind-to-mind connection where you receive information about likes and dislikes as well as other thoughts. Entrainment is the heart-to-heart connection where you receive information on a deeper level. You can tap into future events, past lives, other realms, as well as other things personal to you and to them. I developed this show to help us all sort of break into learning more about, you know, the natural world and other realms. There's so much, you guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's coming to me each week and it's, um, it's becoming more and more advanced and more vast and expansive. So, um, so I'm really excited to bring you all of this information as I'm receiving it as well. And i um, hoping that we can, uh, continue forever, which I'm sure we will, because there's so much to learn and so much information that does want to come forward. Um, The one thing that I learned today, and I thought this was really cool, is that the um, beings from the other realms will be interacting with us at some point in the future. Of course, not sure when that could be a thousand years from now, but even so, it's still, you know, they always say soon and soon doesn't always necessarily mean our soon. It could be soon, like 10 to 15 years from now or a thousand years, <laughs> but either way, it's nice to hear that they're going to come back and actually start interacting with us. So at the end of every show, I'd like to go ahead and section off a time where we can do some unicorn readings. So hang in there and um, we'll definitely get to those during this show this week. The um, Also, if you have any questions from any other shows from the past, let me know and I will try to um, try to help you you know, work through those questions. Last week's show, Julie, you'd love to hear from any of my past pets. Oh, well, last week's show, the um, all the pets that were on the show had some great experiences. There was actually a review that I haven't sent in yet, but y'all should check that out online on the Goldilocks Productions. Um, it will be up probably today, later, or tomorrow. And um, it's really cool. We had some great things happen on that show with those animals and pets that we uh, did readings for last week. So the next week's show is going to be sort of like a continuation of this show because um, I feel like it's a good thing to bring forward. And actually, I was told that we should talk more on this subject. So it's going to be on recognizing and receiving messages, information, ideas, and wisdom from the other realms, natural world, and Earth herself, which I know is a lot. <laughs> so, um, but it'll be a lot of fun. And I think that it's going to be a really interesting and fun show. So, um, all right. So today we're going to talk about what people call Davis. Now, Davis are heavenly, divine, or anything of excellence good spirit, deity, celestial beings. Um, You can call them spirit, energy, or God. So for this show today, we're not going to call anything a deva. We're just going to call it a spirit because mostly everything does have spirits if it has an energy. And um, Julie, 
the past pets. We're going to probably do a show on those just in the future sometime, um, probably the beginning of September, October. So it won't be this next show, but maybe the show after the show after that. So um, the pets that have transitioned because they are definitely wanting to come into now that we're talking about spirits. So um, I want to explain the spirits and how I understand things and how they sort of work. The, um, the best way to explain it is to understand your own house. So when you walk inside your house, your house has a spirit. When you're outside of your house, the house has a spirit on the outside too. Then on the front yard, there's a spirit. And then in the backyard, there's a spirit. So there's all these different energy or energetic spirits that are in the areas of the house. But then as a whole, it turns out to be your entire yard with your house in the air above it is all a spirit as well. So this is what we're talking about with being um, with spirits being um, available to us to receive information, you can get specific information from the inside of the house's spirit, which I'm going to give you an example of. So when I first bought my house, I walked in and I um, felt really sad, like automatically, like instantly sad. And I was like, oh my gosh, this poor house is really sad. But it was like a love thing. I mean, it was really felt it in my heart. So the house was missing the owner that was here before because she um, had put so much love in renovating the house and creating such a beautiful space. And so the house really missed her a lot. And uh, so anyway, so when I came in, I spoke to the house and asked, you know, if it'd be okay if I moved in. (laughs) And the house said yes. And so everything is great and dandy and we love each other now and it's wonderful. But anyway, but the inside spirit is a spirit that I spoke to. Now, I didn't feel any of that on the outside of the house. So there wasn't any of that, you know, um, any kind of feeling like that at all. In fact, the outside of the house seemed cheery and happy with all of the other spirits that are incorporated on the property. Um, You know, you've already met the tree that's at the front of the house, Sarge, who's like amazing. So his spirit is also mixed with the other spirits that are here as well. So there's a lot of um, spirits together that make one whole spirit, which, like I said before, is the house, the whole entire house around the property above in the air and everything with it. Now you can expand that spirit out into the street. So now the street becomes part of the spirit of the house. And then with the street, then it becomes a whole neighborhood and the neighborhood has a spirit that, you know, goes with the entire neighborhood. And then after that, you know, you have that spread out into the city and then the city becomes, you know, has its own spirit. And then from there, it spreads and spreads and spreads until it's one big spirit of earth and earth has her own spirit. And it incorporates all of our spirits and everything that's here, but it still is one big spirit. So you can just think of her as having her own spirit and she is gigantic. So um, it's pretty incredible how it all just kind of like filters out and keeps expanding. Now you can connect in with these spirits you know, because they are so, um, they're so uh, intricate in the whole process of being. And 
I'm trying to think of like what I'm trying to tell you is that you can, you can get very specific information because of it, which is really cool. So once again, we'll go back to the house. So the inside of the house, I can receive information from my house, which I actually did when I was in Ohio. And it said it was safe inside, which was really nice because I did have people that had taken some things on the outside during COVID. But, um, the outside was not happy with me at that moment. And so I learned that it was outside that was having the problems. So it's really interesting how you can connect in with these different spirits and learn and get messages from them. So as we move on, it's, um, the, <laughs> this is like really cool. So as we move on today, I'm really excited about this. This is funny. So as we move on today, I was walking on the beach this morning and I was asking for, you know, help on how to explain all of this, because this really is expansive and it's quite vast. And if you, it can be a little overwhelming at times. And so that's why I wanted to, um, you know, use your own house, then your street and all of that kind of stuff to explain it. But the, um, so while I was walking on the beach, it was really funny. The beach has a lot of energy right now because there was a hurricane out in the water. I think it's a hurricane or a big storm. Anyway, it was named storm. And um, so there's huge waves on the water and um, lots and lots of energy. And when I first got out there, there was this gorgeous rainbow. It was so beautiful because normally there is not a rainbow in the morning over the beach when I get there. So it was really special today to have a rainbow. So the energy of the beach was saying that it's happy, you know, and it was full of energy. And it was really pleased to, um, to be acknowledged. And so even though it was, you know, going through a little bit of a tumultuous water thing. But the energy, like I said, was so insane. It was really cool. So I looked out into the water and um, with my, you know, I, I could see the monster of the sea. So I'm going to tell you about the monster of the sea. This is like so cool. He actually came to me when I first moved into this house and um, you're going to laugh. I always find everything funny anyway, because, you know, the natural world is funny to me because they are just funny looking a lot of times. And um, as we are, right. So, um, so the monster of the sea came to me in a dream and he is, he looks like SpongeBob SquarePants and, or at least that's how I saw him. And, um, he is purple and blue, as you would imagine, you know, being in the water and, um, really like, you know, shimmery, so beautiful, really beautiful and has gigantic eyes. So anyway, so I was swimming with him in the water and I'm not a very good swimmer. I'm still not a good swimmer, even in my dreams, which I thought was really funny, too. And so I asked him to uh, to hold me up and help me out of the water. And I was able to turn around and actually see that it was him. But he was explaining to me about how important, you know, the energy is or the spirit of the sea is to keep its health you know, healthy, just like us. It's our bodies, our spirit is really important. You know, we have to hold our space and keep our spirits healthy in order to have a healthy body. Same thing with the ocean and the monster of the sea. So he has been really helping with that energy. Well, anyway, today when I was walking on the beach, he was out there doing flips in the water. He was so excited because the energy of the water was so good. And this big storm had come through and it had cooled down the water which um, is really neat because that's what these storms are all about is to help cool the earth. And, uh, and apparently this storm helped a lot along with the other storms, but this one must've been a really big one because the actual water temperature did change. It was a lot cooler today. And, um, and like I said, the monster this year was celebrating. So it was really cool to see, but um, 
That being said, we're going to go on into another thing. So Hurricane Irma came through, and I can't remember when. It was quite a few years ago. And she was one of the biggest hurricanes that has, like, ever covered the state of Florida. And you can go online, actually. And this is really neat. And actually, one of my friends told me this, and I thought this was so cool, is that the spirit of Irma, when she was coming through, I was asking, you know, I was trying to communicate with her only because I had the horse farm at the time and I was praying that she would not, you know, go over the horses and, you know, them end up being, you know, hurt or injured in any way. And um, so anyway, so when she came over Sarasota, which is where I lived in at the time, I live in Nokomis now, but she's Sarasota. She, um, if you look online, you'll see that there's a heart shape over Sarasota with Hurricane Irma. It's her eye, I think, that turned into a heart. So it's really interesting how, you know, these different beings show their um, their love or interest or um, ideas of what it is that their messages that they're bringing to us by showing us physically in the physical world, which is really a lot of fun. So that being said, we're going to go ahead and move up into what I wanted to talk about today was some, it was, I call it a miracle actually, because it seemed to be amazing to me that this had happened. So, and that's the picture of the heart in the pond. Do we have that one? So we're loading it. I'm sure I'm just going to start with the story. And the story is, is that I was riding my horse in my arena and it was when I had the horse farm and we were going through this horrible drought. I mean, it was really disturbing how terrible this drought was. And there, we had this gorgeous pond out at the farm. And um, I mean, it was such a beautiful pond and I loved it because, you know, we had baby alligators that would visit and we had all these kinds of birds and, um, you know, um, I think they're called I can't remember, but they're called, there's like these little fish that are there. And then of course, catfish are in there. And um, anyway, so it was a really just gorgeous pond and it, it, it added a lot of energy to the property. And so every single day while we were going through this drought, I kept on praying that, you know, it would rain and I was, you know, would try to send the pond as much love as I could for all the beings that were suffering you know, from being in this pond and it was turning into a big mud puddle, like literally. And I just was, I was scared. So, um, so anyway, so I was riding my horse one day in the arena and, you know, I was thinking about the pond. I didn't even look at it because it really made me sad to even look at it. And the pond is right next to the ring. So if that tells you anything, it was really kind of, you know, hard for me not to look at it, but every single day I would, you know, pray, like I said, to the pond and hope that, you know, something would happen and keep those fish and everything safe. So, I looked over and there was this heart and you can see it. There's like an island in the pond. Somebody obviously didn't dig the pond, you know, correctly. So there was an island in there and, um, and it came up in the shape of a heart. And I was really shocked, like really shocked. And it was there for days, like everybody at the barn. I was like, Oh my gosh, you got to see the heart in the pond, you know, and they would ride the horses in the rings that they could get like the, the, um, higher view of it, you know, and uh, oh, it's just amazing, you guys, that, you know, the world does show us these beautiful miracles, you know, I mean, this is like a, a cool thing that happened, I just thought it was the most amazing thing that's ever happened, that, you know, truly, that pond showed me that it was very happy that I was sending it love, so we'll move on again, 
So same thing happened um, when I moved here in this house. I um, moved here and I was sitting on the beach. So we're going to do the heart and the sky at the beach. And I was sitting on the beach and um, we were getting some really bad stuff happening down here with, uh, you know, fish dying and all that kind of stuff. It was, you know, they called it red tide, but it was, you know, man, some of it was man-made. So, um, so I was, you know, talking to the, you know, the, the spirits at the beach and I was just, you know, praying for them and hoping that everything would work out soon. And when I looked up in the sky, I saw this heart and you can see it like right in the center there. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, that is just amazing. You know, that there's this beautiful heart that just formed up out of these clouds. And you can see how the clouds broke away from it. And then it became this heart. And I just, I was so amazed, you know, that, that these, um, like I said, that the spirits over the beach brought another, you know, love symbol to me that helped me recognize that they heard what I was asking. So it was really, really cool. And um, moving forward now, the beach is great. The water is great. That's why the, you know, the monster of the sea is so happy right now, <laughs> celebrating out there today, especially because he's um, doing backflips and things, which is really a lot of fun. So, um, so then a couple more stories that is kind of a lot of fun. I was in North Carolina, and this is going to be the mountain picture. So I was in North Carolina, and um, did you guys know that the Blue Ridge Mountains are one of the oldest mountain ranges in the world, which I had no idea because they are so small, right? But that's one of the reasons why they're so old is because I guess they wore down over time. So they're more rounded and smaller, and um, I thought that was really interesting. So I was up taking a class in North Carolina um, near Asheville and I was sitting outside and I heard about all these different spirits. You know, they were talking about them in this class, that there are so many different spirits and um, that they're available to us in all different ways. And uh, so I asked for the spirit of the mountain to come to me. And um, I got to tell you, once again, it was really funny. He looked like a dwarf like the seven dwarfs. And it was the neatest thing. Now, this is not a picture of that spirit because he actually came and sat next to me when I was um, at the, you know, at this uh, class. This is actually a picture of a spirit of the mountain, which was in um, Montana when I was up there hiking. And it's um, such a beautiful, if you can kind of see his face like in the center. I know it's kind of hard, but you can, you can like take your time and sort of imagine where it is. But um, it's really, really neat, you know, that there's that you can see these different um, spirits, you know, everywhere that you go because they do show themselves. We have a picture of um, Sarch who's in the front yard, that tree again. He is um, also showed his spirit to me when I was sitting in the backyard because he was so excited about the. Uh, oh, you know what else? I forgot to talk to do another one but you can sort of see his face like almost dead center here like right in the center of the of the um branch there or the i mean trunk and um anyway he's really really neat he's um but he showed his spirit to me too and if you can you know kind of pan back from the picture a little bit you can actually see his eyes and his mouth and his nose and it's really interesting to see you know, and it looks like he's got a little bit of a mohawk on top of his head, which makes it a lot of fun. So back to the um, spirit of the mountain, when I was talking to him, he actually gave me information. He was the one that told me about the mountains being old. 
And I thought that was so interesting. And then he also <clears throat> mentioned to me that spirits are in everything. So in buildings, you know, which I had no idea that there were spirits in buildings, you know, as far as the actual building itself, having its own spirit was really interesting to me, which we had talked about with your house in the very beginning. So with that, I'm going to tell you another story about a house. I have a friend who moves houses. And we were eating lunch one day and he told me, he said, you know, we had this house at one point and it was really, really old. And it was it was kind of nestled in between these beautiful old, old trees. And um, and he said that they had the hardest time. Now, these are, you know, really professional people that know how to do this. And it's not difficult for them to move a house. And um, but anyway, but he said that this house just would not move. You know, every single time they turned around, something was wrong. It was very frustrating. You know, this constant, it just couldn't get anything done. And so it was really frustrating the whole team of people that were moving this house. So finally, somebody said, well, has anybody asked the house if it wants to move? And um, they were like, no, are you kidding me? And so they had somebody come in. They actually called somebody, you know, who does the spirit to talk to spirits and whatnot. And um, they had her come in and talk to the house. And, you know, they talked and she said that the house was really upset. It didn't want to leave its friends who were these trees. And um, so they were trying to figure out a solution for this house. And finally the house just said, okay, fine, I'll move. And it was really, really cool that they, you know, asked for permission after all. But this goes back to that same thing in the beginning when I started with the trees way back when feels like a long time ago, even though it wasn't, um, you know, that asking for permission, you know, to take a tree down or asking for permission, you know, just is is honoring that space and honoring that spirit of that being. And it's um, it's important for us to honor each other, you know, and other things because they're here, too, just like we are. They all have a purpose. Everything, even an ant has a purpose. So um, even the wind itself has a purpose. That was something I wanted to talk about today because the wind was actually blowing quite a bit today and asking me to talk about it as well. The wind is really important to us. You know, it helps us move things around, keeps the energy sort of circulating, which is really nice, but it doesn't take the spirits away. So this is why I wanted to talk to you about the wind because there is not, there's not a difference between energy or there is a difference between energy and spirit. So um, if somebody says, well, it's the energy of the house. Well, yes, but it's also the spirit of the house. So just so you kind of get that in your mind, you understand that, um, that it's really important to to get. And um, let me see here. What else did I want to tell you guys? Oh, at my house, this is kind of interesting, too, is that when I was here, um, just I don't know, when I first moved in, at the back corner of my house, which is actually to my right of me, um, I kept on hearing these, this like scratching, almost like the, you know, like a little, uh, an armadillo, I don't know, something was scratching on the window or underneath the house or whatever. And so I kept on checking, kept on walking out there and nothing was there. And it was to the point where it freaked out, you know, people that were actually staying in my house. They're like, the back of your house is really loud. And I said, yeah, I know. I wonder what that's about, you know? And so, um, so I moved to Ohio and then came back and then I recognized and realized that the house actually wanted to be, 
um, admired in that part of the house. Now, I have this old bathtub that I have back there anyway, and I was going to make it into a fountain. And um, so when I got home from Ohio, I was finally opening up more to the idea of everything and recognizing that the house was talking to me quite a bit more when I got home. And uh, it said to me that it wanted shells, you guys, which was so cool. So this house is some houses have the energy of, say, a mermaid, right? Mermaids or um magical beings and things like that. This house has that, by the way, but it also has the magic of shells that it loves shells. So um, it wanted shells on the uh, windowsill out back here. And as soon as I went to the beach and I started searching for shells now at the beach, this is something that really was so cool. And I'm excited to tell you about this too. So I'm searching for shells for this house. And when I'm at the beach, I'm getting quite angry because there's a lot of garbage on the beach. People, pick up your garbage, seriously, and your kids' toys. It's important. Earth does not need to take care of it by burying it in herself. So definitely pick up your garbage. All right, so, and no littering. So um, so anyway, so I'm out there, and I'm picking up all this garbage off the beach. I got my bag, and while I'm doing it, I'm, you know, looking for shells that are big enough to go on the um, windowsills out there, you know, because the really small ones obviously kind of get lost on a windowsill. So I wanted to see if I could find some big ones. Well, the first time I went out, I didn't really find any large shells and I had picked up a ton of garbage. And so I was thinking, Hmm, I wonder what this is about. So the next day I went out again because the house was demanding it again. And so the next day I went out again and I walked down the beach. And as soon as I walked out of the beach, just a little ways. I picked up one piece of garbage and right next to it was this gigantic, gorgeous shell. And then from then on, all the way down the beach, I kept finding one big shell, one big shell, another big shell. I mean, it was like a gift from the beach, you know, for thanking me for picking up all the garbage on the beach. So it was really cool. Now, don't get me wrong. I was still picking up garbage along the way as well. And um, so it worked out really well for both of us, the beach and for me. I got to have the shells and I picked up garbage, which made me feel better. And then also my house got to have shells on the windowsill. And then as soon as I did that, it was quiet. And now I look out there and it's so peaceful and I raise the blinds that I can see out there every single day now. And it's just amazing, amazing how, you know, the energy has shifted out there, but the energy shifted because the spirit is happy. So that's what makes it so cool. So this is all really fun, like really interesting, right? So we're saying, how are you taking intuitive questions on your show? Um, what does that mean? And see, it looks like the tree guy. Yes, the tree is definitely. Yeah, it looks like a Marvel movie with the raccoon guy. That is so cool. That is really cool. See, it's funny. Everything is funny. I love funny. Funny is awesome. And nature loves funny, too. So it's really cool. So do you guys have any questions? Other, I don't understand the one question. How are you taking intuitive questions on your show? Amelia. Amla? Um, you have to answer that a little bit more or just be more specific. I am taking questions from previous shows. If you guys have any questions from previous shows, you're always welcome to um, ask them in the comment section. I will definitely try to get to those for sure and section off an area of my show for that as well. They, um, there's a lot of cool information out there that, that we're giving on this show. And um, each week is different, although next week will be 
sort of the same in the sense of where it's, um, you know, the uh, spirits, we'll still be talking about spirits and stuff like that, but the, um, but it won't be quite like it is today. Today is a little bit different on the spirit side. So what I wanted to tell you about too, is that if you're walking in a park, this is like really cool. So say you're walking in a park, right. Or um, a lot of parks in Georgia and uh, North Carolina, of course, you know, with all the waterfalls, I'm like a serious waterfall hunter. I love them. So, um, so I go to a lot of parks where there's waterfalls and such. And as you're walking through parks, it's really interesting to feel the different energy of the park. Now, this is something to remember. Two things. One is, is that it might just be the energy or it might actually be the spirit. So, the biggest thing to do is to sit and ask and speak to it, and then it'll tell you what it is. So if it is a spirit or if it's just the energy of what it is, like I said, with the back of my house, the, um, you know, it was a spirit that was back, you know, the spirit of the, of the back of the house, but it wasn't, the energy wasn't happy. So when you're walking through a park, you can feel this different shifts and things like that. Like say, um, say you're walking along and all of a sudden you see like a fallen log and the fallen log is asking you to actually sit on it and just chill out for a minute. Um, I've had where I've sat next to like those rushing, some people call them gorges. It just depends on where you come from in the country, I guess, or, you know, um, a fast river or, you know, with rocks in it and all that kind of stuff and um, really cool rocks. And as you're walking through or walking down towards it, there'll be one rock that will call you to come and sit on it and just enjoy the sound of the water. So it's pretty amazing how everything with energy has a spirit. Even rocks have a spirit, which is really, really cool. I actually, when I was um, at this, class, I was learning about <laughs> spirits and rocks and uh, I was talking to a rock and it was only like, you guys, it was like this big, little tiny thing. And it thought it was a mountain. I thought, well, now that's really cool. You know, talk about confidence. So it was really neat to, to see a tiny little rock this big telling me all about mountains and being a mountain and how it felt to be a mountain. And, you know, feeling the air and the, and the sunshine and everything. It was amazing. So, so, so amazing. So um, anyway, you guys can check me out again at raspberrylight.com. That is my website. You can also check out more of the shows on Goldilocks Productions or on my show. Then you can go back to the replays. Um, Judy says, oh, Judy, you're so sweet. Moon Baby the cat is so happy. I got her new toys and love to watch her play with them. I love that. Love that. I knew those guys. I was just telling, I don't know if you saw the show earlier, Judy, but I was explaining to everybody that the uh, animals on the show were just they're so funny. They loved the show. They loved it. They think that they're all, you know, movie stars now, which is really cool. It's really neat how animals respond to us and we respond to them as well. And um, they, uh, they're definitely beautiful beings. So we'll definitely have in the future um, another show on animals, readings and whatnot. But we're going to do the um, animals that have transitioned or, you know, gone to heaven. And yes, there is a heaven for animals. I have a lot of cool stories about that, too. I've got tons of animals that I've spoken to over the years that 
tell us wonderful things about the other side. Some of them come back, some of them don't. So it's really interesting and fun to um, to talk with them. So we'll definitely have that show probably the beginning of October. So if you guys want to start getting your animals and questions ready, we do not read animals on the show because it takes too long. So we will just go ahead and do them ahead of time like we did at the last show and get the information and then tell the world all about it, which will be a lot of fun. They like to be acknowledged as well. So um, the tree. Yeah, the tree is funny, too. This is great. I love it. I love these comments. Everything's going so well with this show. It's really cool. So um, there's a few more things that we can talk about with the spirits of the um, of the world here with the energy and whatnot. When you are walking, okay, so, oh, I know what it is. Okay, I just got a hit. Um, so, oh, animals that went missing. Yeah, animals that went missing, just let me get to this real quick on the spirit thing first, and then we'll talk to you, Belinda, about that. So, um, so with the, when you're walking, okay, so this is really cool too. So I visited two different cities uh, last year, the year before, I can't remember. And I also visited a whole other country. So I went to Russia. And um, the energy there or the spirit of these cities was incredible to feel the difference of the two. So the one city was New Orleans. And New Orleans has a lot of spirits anyway, obviously. You know, it's a pretty old uh, city. And um, it's a really interesting city as well. But the uh, spirits that are there are really, really cool to talk to. So there's like a lot of, and I don't mean ghosts and people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the old trees and the um, spirit of the actual city itself. New Orleans is a really cool spirit to like, to just sit and chat with, believe it or not. It's a neat city to talk to. Another city that I talked to was um, Savannah. Savannah is a beautiful, another beautiful city. It has little pockets like New Orleans does of where it's not always too happy, but the, um, but that's, you know, everything in life and uh, it's going through its shifts and changes, just like every, you know, every energetic being that's on the planet. And so um, Savannah is also doing the same thing, but it was really cool to go to Savannah because Savannah actually showed me a lot of the old history and the past So when I was walking down the streets in Savannah, I could see, you know, the the um, railroad cart. Well, the carts that would come down on this like it's like a trolley line or railroad tracks, you know. And um, it was really neat to see like how they were unloading the boats and how people were dressed. And I think it was colonial times is what I was looking at. But um, it was really interesting. So once you start opening up to like communicating with these cities, you can get a lot of information is what I'm trying to tell you is that from the spirits. So like the spirit of the mountain gave me a lot of information about, you know, the mountain being old and that the there are buildings in the city of Asheville that were old too. And that, um, and then you have New Orleans, like I said, who um, that city spoke to me, but it was, it was kind of busy, but it spoke to me quite a bit and um, told me some things about New Orleans. It was really interesting. And then Savannah, I saw like past life, like a past life of Savannah, the city, 
which was really interesting to see. So you can get all this kind of information as you open up, like I said, to this communication of everywhere that you go. And it's a lot of fun to uh, feel into the spirit of the cities and learn about, you know, all of this type of stuff. Now, one more story before we move on to um, animals again. Um, we, uh, we were sitting at lunch and I was in Asheville. And this is funny because I have not... I had not opened up yet. Like I hadn't recognized even that I was, you know, speaking to animals, you know, on a real clear basis. And uh, so it was really interesting for me, you know, because I was just opening up, learning about the spirit of the mountain and all this stuff. So I was sitting there quietly and everybody was kind of chit chatting around me. And all of a sudden I like stopped eating and everybody looked at me and they're like, what? And I said, the building across the street, and it was the neatest thing. It's this huge, gorgeous building, and it was brick. And the bricks were really, really old. I mean, so old. I don't even know how old, to be honest, because I didn't ask. But um, old is old, right? And uh, the building actually spoke to me and was telling me and giving me information. So everybody at the table, like, stopped eating, too. And they were like, what's it saying? What's it saying? And so it was it was a lot of fun, you know, to, um, once again, communicate with everything that is around us. Everything has energy and anything with energy has spirit. So you can definitely communicate with it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and ask. So Belinda's asking, what about animals that went missing? So animals that are missing, it's not easy for communicators to always get animals that went missing um, correct. A lot of communicators just won't even talk to them because the animal itself is not necessarily in the knowing of where it is. I have helped find quite a few animals, but I've also feel like I've missed the boat on a couple of them as well. And um, that's not something I really like to get into because it's, you know, I'm just admitting that I'm just human. The, um, the animals are worried. They're upset, you know, and so you get a different vibe or a different meaning. And like we talked about in the show um, that not all animals are really good communicators. So if it's not a good communicating animal that is missing, and a lot of times they're missing because they don't know, you know, where they live and all of that kind of stuff. So you can imagine the um, I don't want to say that they um, have a problem with the intelligence level, but it's not that it's that the communication level isn't quite there. They haven't connected in with the humans quite as well. And so, you know, it's not easy to to get information on these animals because of that. There there's a um, communication, a lack of communication or you know, a discord, a discord of communication. And so it's, um, so it's not easy is my point. So um, if they are animals that, you know, have gone missing and they're um, able to be communicated, you know, they are communicative, then yes, then you can definitely. And I have once again, helped a lot of people find animals that, um, that have been lost and um, yeah, it's really cool when you do. <laughs> but once again, it is a little bit difficult sometimes with those animals, for sure, because of the community, you know, the community discord and communication. That's the right word. Does anybody else have any questions? We probably need to get to some unicorn readings here. So does anybody want their unicorns read? I know, Judy, you've already had yours done. Oh, so cute. So Amla. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you'll have to, um, with the animals that have, 
with that animal, you can always, oh, hi, Kiki. Um, so we'll do your uh, unicorn reading. The um, future animals, you guys, when we do the animals for the, trans- the animals that have transitioned, we'll go ahead and you'll, what you'll do is you'll send a picture. You'll email a picture. And um, on the raspberrylight.com is the website. And on there is the email. I think it's love raspberry light. Um, and then, uh, I don't know if we have the email or not. Um, but anyway, and so what you want to do is go ahead and send a picture with your questions and then we can find out, uh, what's going on with that animal, Belinda. Not sure. But, um, if it is transition, then more than likely you can figure that out at least. But sometimes, like I said, it's not always, it's not always easy because they don't know where they are. If they don't know where they are, the more than likely they're here. And um, anyway, it's not a real, real interest. It's it's hard. It's not easy. <laughs> like I said, I don't really know any animal communicators that really like to do it just for that reason. So Kiki, oh my gosh, I love your name. You're so cute. So um, your unicorn, let's see, we're just going to do this. So unicorns, remember, I don't know if you know this, Kiki, or if you've listened to any of the other shows, but um, I... Uh, Oh, Jules, happy birthday, by the way. My birthday is on Monday. Um, so, Kiki, you're, so with the unicorns, the body is, the body color explains what you're working on. And then the mane and tail and um, all of that, those colors are the tools that you're using in this time to uh, achieve your, what it is that you're working on. So, Kiki, yours is actually pink. It's a pink unicorn with um, white and blue. It's got a little bit of green. Oh, and gold, how sweet. Oh, and yours is like super sparkly. It's got gold sparkles. Wow, that's awesome. So Kiki, what you're working on right now is love. So pink is all about love and you're working on love for the world, actually. So you're trying to really love, sending love out into the world and love your space where you are, love your, you know, love your world, basically. Yours is a little closer to home than the world of, say, the entire world. Yours is more of the space around you. You're trying to love, like, where you live, where you are, and what's happening with you. And then the gold sparkles are all about pulling in the energy of, of God and helping you do this with that energy and um, and then sending that out to the world. Actually, you are sending it out so that you can kind of emanate the gold out into the world, which is a very clearing, um, healthy. It helps. It's helping you with health as well. So the white is clear thought for you. You're actually going to um, you're trying to stay very positive, not have anything negative, kind of, you know, damper anything down, any ideas. Everything is all good. And so that's what the white for you means. So you're using that as your like mantra. And then the blue is you're speaking it. So you want to say it, but you're saying it more to yourself than you are to the world once again. And the green is um, well, you got like a little health, some kind of health something healthy that, that needs to be, um, that you're working on. And then again, the gold on the main is 
you know, backs up the gold sparkles. And that's all about sending out this like warm, beautiful light into the world so that you can shine and be, um, and be and feel, you know, invigorated and uh, like a star, you know, like a, like a star. So let me know if that sounds like you Kiki, because it feels like you for sure. You're so cute. feels to me like you live in a city, like, and it's not a real fun place to live right now. Um, so Jules, oh, Jules, didn't we do your unicorn before? I think we did. I can't remember your unicorn. Hang on a second. Let me see here. So today is my birthday. Does my unicorn have any messages for me? You, when you tap in, okay, you know what? That's a great question, Jules. I love that you asked that. So um, when you guys tap into your unicorns, you want to recognize that it is you that you're talking to, which is a lot of fun. And if you give your unicorns a name or you have a name for your unicorns and you've actually tapped in and recognize your unicorns, then you can really get more information. So Jules, what your unicorn is saying today is she wants you to sit quietly somewhere and this is why I brought this as a precursor to all this and um, really contemplate like what it is that you're feeling in your soul, because um, it's time for you to step up and do what you want to do instead of what you feel you have to do. So it's um, it's important. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a message and that's a big one. Um, so then uh, Belinda, she's an ankle popper. Oh, I do have a stinker of a cat that needs a reading. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Belinda, you're so cute. Definitely send a picture when we do. um, So we'll actually do readings again of animals that are here. And, oh, Melissa, I think you asked for a reading too, right? So, Melissa, let's see what your unicorn has to say today. So your unicorn is purple. And, um, oh, oh. Your unicorn's getting a lot brighter. It's actually, the, I think the last time we talked, it was, um, it's actually turning more of this color purple. So it's like, it's turning really like a lot brighter in the color. And there is um, some silver in, oh yeah, this is cool. Silver in the belly. That is great. And then, okay, and then the mane is pink, gold, white, blue. So the blue is the, um, it's like an electric blue. I don't have a pen here that I can show you, but you're, um, okay, so we're going to go back to the purple. So the purple, the last time I talked with you, I think that the purple was a little lighter. This purple is actually a brilliant, bright purple. It's actually turning more of like a, um, like a pinky purple, and it's uh, very, very, very bright, very bright. And then you have a silver belly on this unicorn right now. So you're actually um, assimilating some things from past lives and pulling in a lot of information from layers of earth and passing That's really cool. So, yeah, so you're pulling in um, past lives and layers of earth, and you're helping to um, clear that as that's as you're moving on. And you're using that with a ton of love with this pink. And then the gold is um, 
you know, God's love. You're using God's love too. You're, so you're pulling in the gold can mean a lot of different things. And in this case is God's love for you, which is really cool. And so you're bringing that down and you're also spreading that everywhere to heal as well. You're, so you're healing things. Actually, you're healing a lot of things. And then the white is the clear energy. So you're going straight up to God. You're not stopping anywhere on the way or talking to anybody about this. And, um, and everything is very clear. It's all very positive. There's no negativity or anything that's influencing you in a bad way. And then the blue is you're speaking it. And you are really speaking it quite big and loud right now because the um, blue is seriously electric blue and it's vibrating. So it's really interesting. I've never seen a main vibrate blue before, but it's like actually vibrating blue. So um, that is so cool. We'll have to talk more about your unicorn when I see you because um, there's actually more information there that we need to discuss. So um, trying to get to see you on Monday. Well, not Monday. Monday is my birthday, but another time. <laughs> so, all right. So let's see here. So can you tell me my unicorn's color's name and name is Corian. Thanks, Stacey Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh. Wow, you're an earthy girl. Feels to me like you're earthy. Um, so I'm getting the colors, but I'm trying to figure out how to explain them. So your uh, unicorn is, it's actually really neat. Okay, so it's like a dark, it's a dark green. I write this down so I don't forget, okay? So your unicorn's a dark green. Now get this, this is really cool. It's like a candy coat on top. And the candy coat is like all of these different um, colors, like colors of the rainbow. So your unicorn is dark green with like this beautiful shimmery coat of all colors. Like it's insane. It is so gorgeous. I can't even explain it. Like I wish that I could draw these for you guys. It'd be so cool to have like little flashcards and yours looks like this. But everybody's is so different. I couldn't, I couldn't do this. Like I've never seen one like this before. So, um, so anyway, all right, Elizabeth, so yours has that with the candy coat and by candy coat, I mean like how it changes colors in the light, like a car, you know, when it goes past you, it can be red and that turns to green, that type of thing. Yours turns all these colors because it's the colors of the rainbow, which is so cool. Oh my gosh, amazing. Um, and then the main is, oh, you got white in there and you've got blue. And then, oh, but you got a little bit of red. It's not bad, but it's funny. And, um, oh, you got some pink. Okay, there's more, but um, to yours, you actually have more in your unicorn too, but um, I'm just going to give you kind of like the basic gist of it. So the dark green in this case is um, you're healing a lot of stuff from, uh, you're actually healing for other people. Like, I don't know if you're an energetic healer or something like that, but you are, um, you do a lot of these healing type stuff for other people or for yourself. Like, you, I don't know if you do it, can't feel that part, but anyway, but yes, you're a healer. And um, the candy coat is, the rainbow is the, um, what it does is it pulls in all these spectrums of all these other people. So then that way you can go ahead and like assess and assimilate and keep them kind of compartmentalized because it's really interesting what you're doing. Um, not sure how this is all working in, but it's really, really cool. Um, there's more to say on this, but I have to do everything kind of quick so I can get more people read, but yours is really neat. 
Um, anyway, so that's what it is. And then the white is clear information. So when you are um, thinking it or speaking it, you are very, very clear. There isn't any uh, muddling it up type of thing. Like your thought process is even like real clear. You're a very good thinker. And then the blue, you're able to communicate it in a good way. Like you can say it and not have a problem saying it at all. And then the pink is you say it with love in your heart so that it's not, um, it's never like, you know, uh, at least this is what you're working on. Um, it's never said like in a mean way. And then the red, there's something that you are, that you've kind of been putting off for a little bit and that it's time now to go ahead and move on it. So if you're questioning, you know, something to move on, move forward on, um, the red says, yes, go for it. It's time to move. Okay, so Kiki, yes, pretty spot on. Thanks so much. Live in a small city, but live on a property with large showed for the last two weeks. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, chills iridescent. Oh, that's cool. Great, Elizabeth. Happy for that. That is cool how the color changes depending on how you look at it or in the sun. How they can create paint like that. Yeah, Jules, wouldn't that be fun? Like to see that like how they I have no idea how they create paint like that probably because their unicorns are also candy coated um Donna do you have time to do my unicorn yes of course I do Ricky Master I don't practice but I do cook for many people oh that's cool and you are a Ricky Master yes but Elizabeth Ricky is definitely something that's very very healing and um I feel that you have great skills in that with that dark green so Donna, all right, let's do your unicorn. Your unicorn is, it's like a dark blue, purple. Wow, you guys have some great unicorns today. So dark blue, purple, and, um, and it's like a silver. So dark blue, purple, silver. And you are, so you have gold in the main, and then you have blue. There's red there too. And pink. Okay, so Donna, your unicorn is actually a beautiful, brilliant dark blue with purple. And it's not a candy coat, but it kind of has like a shimmer of purple over the top of it. And then on top of that is silver. So, um, gosh, that's really cool. So you're like layered. Your unicorn is actually layered. Like if you, um, oh, what do you call it? When you like, you can see like a crystal. Like when you look at a crystal, you know how like you can see into it, the different colors. That's what it's like. So it's a dark blue on the bottom, then the purple, then the silver on top. And um, it's gorgeous, by the way. So what you're doing is with this crystal, that's so funny that I said crystal, is um, the dark blue is about healing some like past hurts and some ideas on some things that have been like detrimental to you in the past. So you're healing that and getting rid of it right now. And then the purple you're using um, the uh, God's love in order to pull that energy in and keep it there. And so you're holding that on top with the silver being on top of that. You're helping 
um, yourself be able to create more through the silver, which is in your case, um, it's like the earth, like keeping in touch with the earth, being very grounded, recognizing that there's more. And um, so this is what you're pulling in and all of this type of stuff right now you're working on that. And then the gold is all about um, emanating out this gorgeous light of gold, you know, for healing the earth. You really feel like um, like it's important, you know, to help people, to heal people, to um, to understand them. And so this gold is helping you with that. The blue is speaking it. So you're speaking your truth. You're not holding anything back, which is good. Um, the red, you've got something that you should be doing or um, is waiting for you to do. And so it's important that you uh, start doing it. So that's like um, to take action, whatever it is that you are um, not really uh, thinking that is important at this time. It is important or maybe you think it's important and it's not it's not you've not been able to do it. It's time to do it for sure. It's saying, go ahead. You got the red, you know, you got the green light to, to go and do it. And then pink is a lot of love. But your love right now you're working on is a lot of self-love so that you can emanate all of that um, purple and silver out into the world in your the body of the unicorn. So that's pretty amazing, too. And we can talk further on that, too, Donna, in the future for sure. All right, you guys, so we're down to three minutes, and I think that I should probably go ahead and end it there. Thank you so much for um, listening to me today. I enjoy doing this show so much now. At first, I was really nervous, but now I'm starting to get a little bit more comfortable with it because um, I feel that the information that um, I'm receiving to uh, to give to you is, is really, really important. And um, so I really appreciate being able to do this, and I really appreciate you guys being here to listen. So thank you everyone and um, have a beautiful day. And one more thing before I go, remember that the next show is sort of a continuation on spirits with this. Um, Next week, we're going to talk about even more um, spirits and beings that are present everywhere um, so that we can go ahead and uh, feel into their energy and also the energy of like what is going to be happening with um, what did I say? I need to go back here. I think it's right. I don't know where I put it, but anyway, it'll be up on the website so you guys can look at it. Sorry about that. And then we'll figure we'll work on that for next week. I'm really excited. This is going to be great. So have a great day and thank you again. And um, I will see you next week. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. 
Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 